0: Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of GoreCom, in which we sit down with small-cap executives right after they put out important news. Product note for everyone at home, if you've been watching these videos, they're now available on podcasts. Get to Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast sites so you can listen to these if you don't have the time to watch them. With us again, ecstatic to have him back, Bernard Turion, Chairman and CEO of HBQ Silicon Resources Trades on the Venture Exchange on the Stock Symbol hpq now for those of you who are new to the story and even for those of you who've been with the store for a while this company is constantly upgrading moving along the way i like to describe it now is they're now in the process of becoming a vertically integrated producer of silicon powders and wafers for the lithium-ion battery ma- battery market they're also still going down the path of being a diversified producer all the way from metallurgical grade silicon all the way up to solar grade silicon all right. And the goal there is to be the lowest cost, lowest carbon footprint uh, producer in the world. More than just lip service, their partners are Power Genesis Canada, a global technology leader. We don't have to go over that anymore. Global leader that's selling their products and creating products for the biggest companies in the world. Apollon solar is the, one of the world's leaders in renewable energy. So what's the release that we're here to talk about? Big news. I love the headline today. I'm going to read it for you. HBQ outlines key milestones driving the company towards supplying silicon, silicon powders, and silicon wafers for the lithium-ion battery market in 2020. Bernard, welcome back, man. Thank you. All right, so the big news for me in this press release is, quote, the pilot plant will be in full force in Q1. What does that actually mean for the company now? For me,
1: that's not the biggest part of press release. The biggest part of press release is everything else that leads up to it. That's not really the biggest part. It's an important part. It's there. Uh, I think it's something that people wanted to see some clarity on it, you know, trying to figure out there's no big issue, which they're not. Uh, but I think in the rest of the press release, there, there is much more material that, you know, overly excites me than, than, than just a pilot plan because if it was just a pilot plan, it'd just be a pilot plan. Yeah. All
0: right. All right. So we're, we're going to get to that. But yep. I want to get what I want to get to first before we go through the products that we're going to be you're going to be producing is um peter Pascal's quote i thought was very important where mm-hmm. he said we're now in a position to refocus and accelerate the pure uh and focus on the multitude of opportunities that have come to light since our original mandate we're confident hpq is going to make some significant headway now typically this would be you know just a bunch of lip service but it's coming from a ceo who just announced a 30 million dollar backlog a $20 million contract win and another $12, $13 million contract come from the US Navy. So, you know, what you know, what's he referring to there? He's talking about multitude of opportunities, or is or is that the products that we're gonna be covering below? That's the product we're gonna be covering below. Um,
1: you know, like people have to realize that HPQ has done one thing completely different from all the other Quebec-based technology resource company, uh, actually from every other. Uh, junior technology company uh, we've outsourced our D to a technology leader that has a track record of taking projects from the beginning to commercial scale and that's been definitely shown in the last year about pyrogenesis and everything else um, so that means that we are working very intertwined together all right Everything I'm doing, a business development for the silicone business, they are aware of it. We discuss about it and then we see how we can improve and use the PureVap as a central tool because the PureVap is an incredible machine. Okay. And it gives us something that nobody else in the industry has. You You cannot become Joe Blow Silicon Company tomorrow. Okay. You have two options. You have a pure VAP system that can do incredibly precise system. We're the only one that can have it, or you can go try to build yourself a traditional, uh, you know, thirty thousand ton per year metallurgy grade silicon metal. Then for what to do with it? You'll be stuck with a big three hundred million dollar investment.
0: So, yeah. so is that what gives you the multitude of, of opportunities? Because the pure VAP is just such a great, such a great process, such a great machine that you're you're, <laughs> you're starting to get opportunities on on different products. That, you know, originally, you're just going to be looking at solar. And now you've got—is that—is that why the pure VAP? That's the pure VAP is now finally starting to show its potential. Well, I'm going to be honest. I've been aware of
1: that potential since the beginning. That's why I've been pushing this project. Uh, it's just that it's the timing is serendipitous, okay? In the sense that energy storage, battery space, is now coming into full focus, full gunhole. People want a people understand it's a strategic industry. I've, I was just reading the outlook, you know, the European wanna be completely free of Chinese dependent on, uh, on material for batteries, right? So silicone is gonna become one of those materials. Um, so the, the positioning for us in the battery space is there. Everybody wants an electric car, but they want one that lasts for a thousand kilometers, okay? Um, the only way to reduce costs is to increase the energy density of a battery. And silicone is right now the holy grail for doing this. And we're incredibly well positioned to do it.
0: And it's interesting that you say that because I read an article this morning actually where Sweden is mm-hmm. now saying that though their citizens want to buy more electric vehicles, they want to help them meet their targets, they're concerned that they're not going to be able to make it a reality because there just isn't enough capacity on their grid. So am I right there in saying, Bernard, that if silicon can become a big part of lithium-ion you know, batteries, then the need to constantly recharge the batteries will drop by a factor of 10, some say. And as a result, capacity will become a less and less of an issue rather than a constraint and a bottleneck that looks like it may become right now.
1: I wouldn't agree with your analysis. I'll, I'll just follow this. I was speaking to an industry expert uh, not long ago. Um, and the biggest problem that we have right now is a completely mixed matching of our energy generating capacity and our energy usage. Right? That's why um, carbon-based fuel systems are so good. You turn on the key, you, you get the the output of energy. You shut it off, it stops. The problems with everything that's renewable energy, hydroelectricity and everything else, it generates the energy and it's not, the mix between the demand and the energy capacity isn't there. So it sort of like follows like two different curves. So what there needs to be to flatten out that thing, there needs to be massive energy storage capacity. Uh, So massive that, you know, once it starts to get working, uh, we will be building so many freaking plants just to keep up with the events going to be insane. And our system is perfectly designed for the new world order that sort of came out of it, which is people are going back from, you know, we'll delocalize all production change and we want to have, you know, localized production change. So as you rightly say, at one point, our technology is sort of like the first, you know, you know, smelter process that's the equivalent to the laptop, to the, um, the home computers versus the uh, the, the big sure. back system or you know, when we started, when I started university. And that's what we have, so our timing is, is impeccable. Our coming online is impeccable in 2020 because th- this is when um, the industry is gonna be starting to look at this and we know, we feel very comfortable that we can produce a material that the industry is gonna want.
0: And let's, okay, so let's get into these materials. Um, mm-hmm. You've got them in the press release, so I'm going to go in that order. By the way, are those in order of importance? Are those in order of commercialization? Or are they just, or is there no particular order? Because it looks like there's some order to them. No,
1: there's a definite order into it. There, right. there is a definite order into it. And if you read the press release correctly, um, I think I'm giving enough hints of where we're going in different steps. So there is an order to it. It's not by accident that the traditional metallurgy grade silicon metal is the last is the before last. And I talk about solar at the end, which, which this okay. is why I said, you know, it's not that important. Uh, the pilot plant because that's what it represents. It's what we can do, uh, with the material we'll be producing. That's really significant.
0: First product is these, nanoscale structure, silicon powders. I'm just going to call them silicon powders, uh, for lithium, my overly ion
1: simplification, my friend, it's an overly simplification. That's true, yeah, yeah, you're right. is, you know, Because if you start talking about silicone powder, and there will be people who start Googling it, it says it sells for this price there, and I saw it, it's actually free it. silicone, it's actually right. this,
0: it's like. All right, so nanoscale. So see, let's
1: let's be very precise, okay? And I've been doing a lot of research about this. It's gonna be easy for people to get confused. Somebody's gonna come up and says, I can get it cheap on Alibaba. No, it's not the same
0: material, okay? So um, let's go with It doesn't, it doesn't sell on Alibaba. <laughs> It utilizes. Here's the amazing thing. It's the first product on the list, but it's utilizing the Gen Two hmm. that we thought you know would be scrapped or like any Gen Two. When you replace it, you think, okay, it's going to be, you know, put on the put on mothballs. Uh, but you say in the press release it'll be running in parallel. So, how will it be running in parallel? I in- said more than that in the press release. I think the exact word I'm
1: using. Well, you know, I could go and read them. Exactly what we're saying, it's going to be modified to be used to run in, in, in parallel. So right. and, and the reason why we put in parallel is so people realize it's when we're talking starting pilot But we're not talking about the Gen 2. What happened, and that's part of the joint venture discussion that we're having with Pyro. Uh, and that's one of the things that Peter mentions as one of those new outlooks.
0: They're um, world leader in powders, right? Let's face it. Either. Yeah, well,
1: they're they're leader in powder. They, they understand this space and they understand the incredible advantage of having complete, you know, vertical integration on, on the system. This being said, there'll be more details coming along as we advance in this regard. But the the brainiacs of pyrogenesis have come up with an idea where the pure VAP setting can be modified to produce those type of things. It's too technical for me. It's a few above my pay grades. I'm not a PhD on those type of things, but that's a general gist of it. So based on this, this is one of those um, high value project Pyro and and, and HPQ are looking into and being able to modify the the, the Gen 2 to start producing it is going to be great because that's going to be running in parallel to the Gen 3, which is going to demonstrate other things.
0: Well, you're doing more uh, than just looking into it because in the press release, don't you say uh, you want to be able to create samples for the industry? Yeah, right? well, it's Absolutely. basically, it's a, yeah. <laughs> the thing
1: is at this stage of, of, of the business cycle, where it is in the development, okay, it is very small quantities to, to even to start prototyping type of battery materials and everything else. It's, it doesn't require massive quantity. It doesn't require massive capacity. But what it does require is the capacity to be able to say, okay, we now know this work, how can we modify this moving forward? The advantage of using the gen two is that eventually uh, we could decide to says, okay, we have now demand for this type of product. Uh, and you know the buyers wanna buy now, we could probably theoretically modify the gen three or build another gen three that's gonna be specifically designed to do the powder. Uh, those are all options that we're looking into. It you know, we'll do a cost analysis and everything else. But it's it's a massive market. It's going to explode. Whoever is the first to market with a product everybody wants, that can reach you know as we said in the press release, which basically can make the advantage of nano silicone, and batteries, you know, commercially viable, is going to have an incredible leadership position. And we think we can be we can be in that
0: position. Devil's advocate. I'm going to play devil's advocate though. I mean. You know, how hard is it going to be to actually achieve that? Because you talked about the, you know, if you achieve, if you do it, you'll get wide scale adoption and be first, which is great. But, you know, how, how daunting of a task is it uh, to actually produce, you know, to. Actually,
1: it's less less daunting than trying to become a uh, vertically integrated solar cell producer. Wow. And the reason, the reason for that is where we are in the business development cycle. Um, if you are changing an established process, material, like it is in the solar industry, okay, you need to be everything on top. If you're at the beginning of the growth cycle, right? Okay, uh, people are going to basically graduate to you because you're really the only one that can do this.
0: Um, are you the only like what? What kind uh, of competition? Are we is the only one? Silicon powders.
1: Listen. Are we the only one, there's probably a few other people, but I think we're going to be the only one being able to do what the prices we're looking at.
0: Last question on that one, then we're going to move on. Yeah. Do you have an ETA when you might be able to, when you might be sending out samples to industry? We said
1: Q1. We said, we believe that's not. That's that's fast Bernard,
0: I got to admit.
1: Well, no, this is the point that people have realized, okay. Um, I've gotten the criticism that, you know, we over talk and do everything else. And basically we talk too much. And this is just a blah, blah type of press release and everything else. I got that point. So what we've done is while we were waiting for the pilot plant, we've done a heck of a lot of work, more work than people realize. Um, and now we're advancing on those regards. Like, you know, the, we have material to, to keep people very entertained about our development. For 2020, And it's just everything that's gonna be coming at the same time in 2020.
0: Yeah, and now I'm starting to see the cookie crumb, the crumbs that you're leaving, which is, you know, uh, you know the, because Q1 means that you're, okay, I'll leave it at that. And I've, I've got my interpretation, but I'll save the interpretation. Every, everybody's
1: home. gonna have their own interpretation about sure. it. I, I have my own, which is what I wrote there. Uh, I believe that in Q1, we can have the the, the Gen 2 operational
0: to start producing powders for, for, for those type of markets second one mm-hmm. porous silicon wafers mm-hmm. for solid state lithium ion batteries now this one applies specifically to the battery to the battery manufacturer uh, with which with whom you're under NDA right now mm-hmm. I'd love to know who that is uh, but what I found amazing was you're saying uh, you're looking at the possibility of supplying the manufacturer with the first silicon wafer testing. Uh, in the beginning of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How fast that relation moved forward.
1: <laughs> um, you know, fast is sort of a weird definition. I'll give an example that everybody watching can understand. You know, pyrogenesis works. It would draw straight. Right? Okay. If you remove yourself from the day-to-day grind of the trading, it's a very fast deal that's been moving forward. The problem is if you're, if you're looking at the clock moving on every second, it looks very, very slow, Sure. Right? Of course. So this has been ongoing for a long time for discussion. I, as the one looking at the clock, find it slow, but since I haven't talked too much about it, it looks fast. That's all the difference there is, but it's the same timeline. It's the same continuum in the timeline. Um, so that's just the point. Yes, it it, it it is fast. But I knew that from the
0: beginning that, that we could do this. Is it, this it, the it, product that right now, for now, because obviously the lithium ion battery space is changing different. But for now, is this the one, this poor silicon wafer for solid state lithium ion batteries? Is this the one that has the widest potential application right now? In other words, the most commercialized product is that one right now? that
1: one I don't know but f- in the sense that how big the commercialization can be what I liked about this is one that fits perfectly with you know the pilot plant and what we're doing uh, the jest, overall jest of the discussion with the battery manufacturer basically would be uh, it could require something like maybe half to three quarters of our pilot plant capacity to, to meet their demand at the start um, so Though that's what attracted me to to, to having those discussions, and through those discussions came up the fact. Oh, by the way, my partner Appleton Solar has the patent to doing the the way for the other guys looking for. So this this is why it's advancing much much faster and everything else. But I didn't want to be dependent on this is everything. So this is this is twice number two. My I think the work we're doing with with Pyro and. The way it's structured with pyro, I think it's gonna it's gonna be as big as bigger because, to be totally honest, in the battery industry, the nano silicone powder is more is much more perceived as a very big added advantage as opposed to the uh, solid state silicone batteries. But for us as a company, I think it's it would be a great achievement to be able to to, to reach what I say there, which is moving to, to something a bit more formal than the NDA.
0: And by the way. You know, I'm, I made a, I made a bad, not a bad assumption, but I just realized, well, not realized, but earlier today I realized I've been making an assumption that whenever I think about battery manufacture, I strictly think about battery manufacture for electric vehicles only. That's kind of like where my, my vision, what I think about. But is it safe to assume, Bernard, that battery manufacture could also mean, you know, eventually for homes, like this battery manufacturer take their technology... Okay put it in your home and you know, when, uh, when it's attracting solar or off the grid or whatever the case is, it'll store it there? Or is this, are we strictly talking electric vehicle batteries for now? Okay.
1: We talk, in my press release, I talk a lot about the energy storage industry, okay? And that means all the spectrum of what you're talking about. Electric vehicle is one of the driving forces toward innovation because people want a car to run longer but energy storage overall, big grid-side energy storage. So to put that in perspective, um, the guys we're working with for the the, the, the solid-state silicon are more interested in grid-side electricity storage. The guys for the powders are more interested for EV vehicle. So they're market for every one of those areas. So this is what we're looking at, but However you slice it, the market is massive. It's going to go through the roof, okay? Um, and you can't really become a competitor
0: of us. Because uh, you can't dig silicon out of the ground at the end of the day.
1: You can get take silicon out of the ground, but you can't make it into silicon metal, you know? And w- what happens is that we produce it. The batteries, The battery environment, Okay, they keep saying they don't really care about the purity of the material. They could take metallurgic, but that's not really true. All of the work has been done with almost electronic or or basically solar grade purity material. So as a force of habit, they say they're looking about 3N to 4N. Okay. So that's a material that's very difficult for traditional metallurgic producer to do, which is overkill for the solar manufacturer, which is in the perfect, yeah. which is in the market niche where the pure vap works the best. So this is why, okay, it's, as I said, it's pretty serendipitous that things are falling into place just as the
0: right time, just as a pile plant comes in, comes online. The next one is, and maybe this one will spend a little less time on unless you think, but the high purity, the high purity silicon oxide nanopowder. Man, I wish, all these names are so close to each other, right? I know, and but, if you, but this if you, one's start, really you start
1: googling silicon oxide, They'll, they'll come up with everyone's gonna say, "Well, it's SiO 2 No, it's not SiO two. It is an Si surrounded by oxygen. It's literally what it is. It's not the same thing as SiO two, which is an atom silicon and an atom. And, you know, it's like it's it's very technical. I'm like starting spending enough time around PG to figure out the difference and talking to people. But If you talk to people, they you know the difference where it is. What it, what this is? It's basically right now the material being used as in a blended source with graphite to increase a little bit, you know, just marginally the performance of battery. So your cell phone batteries goes from like eight hours to 12 hours when we talk continuously, it could be those types of material, but that could be both mostly also where, where they're willing to pay a higher price because it's sort of, sort of moving forward for the nanostructure silicon model. So it's another market niche, it's completely different for everything it is, but what the fun part of this is that you know, reading through the material from Apollo and the discussion, it, it's a one that could easily be made much cheaper.
0: Um, I'm not going to get into
1: too much detail.
0: How it's really yeah, made it yeah. Hard. This one seems like it's really technical, but I want to touch on it.
1: But it's really technical. But this is sort of like the small part of the market. It's a billion dollar addressable market jumping up by insane numbers. Okay, so
0: addressable markets are are are, are very big. How far are you away from? The, let's let's ask. Lot. how far are you away from being able to know that you can produce high purity silicon oxide nanopowders?
1: Um, it's gonna be an offshoot of when we're gonna be working on the, on the wafers. So okay. it's you know, as we get one, we get the other. So it's like part of the thing we're working with Apadon.
0: The next one I call it uh, you know, this is the one that's gonna pay the bills. This is standard purity silicon. Uh, not it's not
1: it's not the one that's gonna pay the bills it's not the one that's going to pay the bill. It's the one that gives us an incredible competitive advantage. Okay.
0: Okay. It's and the one that's going right? to allow us to go get the... purity.
1: Yeah. It's the one that's going to allow us to go get the incredibly big profit margin. Okay. Because, you know, you'll hear lots You're of talk quickly, about... Right? Like I'm... this
0: one's available now. This one's high profit margins and you can almost go after this now. No,
1: no, 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 George. You're confusing things. The point we're talking about, standard silicone metal, right? Okay? Standard silicone metal is the feedstock for everybody else. We're going to control the feedstock. We control the purity. That gives us a technical advan- an advantage over everybody else. But it's, it's our ability to produce high-value, small-quantity, high-value material that really is going to bring up the green to us. And this is what I wrote in it. So I get a lot of you know a lot of people contacting me about um, about the process, but they're usually quartz people that realize they, they get jit, you know.
0: Yeah, your quartz. quote is market participants with significant quartz quartz assets have shown a keen interest in our process.
1: Yeah, they're
0: all coming back. I want to buy you pure rapses. No, <laughs> not for
1: sale. It's like, I don't care. It's like, you guys go through the the pain we've we've been through like everybody everybody has a wants you know everybody has a quartz deposit once a, they got five cents a kilogram five cents a kilogram you need three fifteen cents a kilogram i'm talking about selling a material you know i think a you know long-term commercial right is going to be eighty to hundred dollars a kilogram okay um but right now it's selling up to thirty thousand dollars a kilogram five cents you do understand where we have a better
0: leeway than they do last one is solar mm-hmm. uh, well actually let me go hold on let me go back to that one mm-hmm. so you know we got an idea of what the market market participants are there mm-hmm. um, how soon do you see anything evolving from from that line specifically i think if it comes out of that line
1: okay it will be a somebody trying to buy us out. To be totally honest, yes. I'll just give you an example. Walker decided to control their cost to do solar-grade you know, material, polysilicon. They started to go buy a metallurgy-grade silicon metal manufacturer. Um, I think the interest from this group is going to be sort of a life-and-death interest for them and try to come after us. That's why I'm not that focus about that market but much more about the other ultra high end so if they want to come after me they're going to have to pay a lot because of everything else i have any marginal profit or everything else but that's more my thinking out of this
0: is that the market that also de-risks everything because you know that you can sell at a better price and still get good margins is that um yeah but that we i de-risk the whole process here
1: we've de-risked it so much it's like you know when remember remember okay when the stock was trading at 30 cents we had the biggest market cap we were shooting for one product one thing if we failed that one it didn't work now we have very we have two very solid business lines that are off of our pure vap technology. I think it's a very good and that, and, and then the third one is solar as we say
0: to it. But And that's why I wanted to go in solar. So that seems like, you know, solar was the one coming out of the gates, but, uh, and you're still gunning for it, mm-hmm. but it's moved so fast that, you know, your original assumptions aren't, aren't there anymore, but you think if you can get to 4N and less than 1% of the boron, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, you'll, you'll have a, you'll have a market product. How far, how far off are you from being? That's a- not
1: what I said.
0: Okay. What we say is, if we can
1: reach that goal, with the pure VAT, then we can develop a metallurgic UMG route, okay, to make competitive solar grade silicon metal. That's always been what we said. Uh Then again, you know, if we come up and we make five n, you know, we have half a boron, then we'll be closer to being able to make silicon from, and then because, because be totally honest there exists multiple of processes out there to remove at least two ends and everything else Then the problem really gets you have to make the material all the way to a solar cell show your solar efficiency and everything else to be so the process to get the, the material approved okay seems to be like you know three to four times the length it is for the battery space
0: so how far off are you do you think on solar from you know, delivering samples, uh, you know, having, having NDA discussions like you already right now, you uh, already are having now for the battery it's, market. It's, I don't know,
1: I, it's not that big of a, uh, of a question mark for me. And I think we've wrote it pretty correctly. I, th- I think the other markets, you know, the other five things before <laughs> or four things before uh, are much more important than that one, but it could change. Because what our process allows, as I said before, is smaller scale, more local, more vertically integrated process, and that may become and it's going to be it's a much greener process than anything else. So we'll have the greener. So maybe in the next two three years, as the complete carbon count of a solar system, this is where we're having sort of disadvantage. Our process is the greenest there is out there. We're, We're comparing. Uh, what uh, generating 8 grams of co2 versus 141 in china okay but the governments in north america well in europe they do they do pay attention to this but in north america they don't in canada they don't so for them it's called carbon leakage they don't care so we don't have we don't have the same incentive it's like we talked about this everybody says it's great nobody was really willing to throw you know a lot of money doing for the r&d from the government part the battery space—we just started coming into it, and they're running after us. So it's like, oh, okay,
0: they're running after you. Okay, I like that. We're getting, we're getting somewhere with you. <laughs> they're running after you, I, and well, um, that- say
1: it's it's basically, it's, you know, trust me. I, I've worked pretty hard at financing the, the the pilot plan, the solar thing. It's and somehow in the, in the energy storage market. Uh, you get a lot of mileage. I was there in a presentation not long ago. Somebody was talking, you know, this is the only thing they're investing. And one of the key points that we're saying they're investing, they're looking for project in tier one economy, which is where Canada fits in.
0: And I guess that's where going back to Peter Pascal's quote, reading it again, it really starts. I, you really start to see where you guys are going. Mm-hmm. We're now in position to refocus and accelerate the pure the VAP initiative. Uh, focus on the multitude of opportunities that have come to light since defining our original mandate. Mm -hmm. As a result, we're confident that HPQ is going to make some significant headway over the coming months. Mm -hmm. Um, That pretty much says it all. If if we said that, we did talk about that at the beginning, but given what you've said, you know, since then, it makes sense to revisit it and look at it in a different light. So Mm -hmm. last word to you, Bernard, you know, you start off the year uh looking at solar you're ending off the year with multiple products going after the lithium ion battery market how do you feel about how 2019 went and how yeah you know, how much you look forward to 2020
1: um there's different ways to look at uh,
0: some shareholders
1: will say if you look at you know the share price it sucks and if I look at it on the long-term potential, what we've developed, I think it was a great year because there's a lot of things that f- fell into place, a lot of opportunities that you know appear that were not there in 2018, even after we announced the government financing. So um, I think 2018 was a transitional year for us in the sense that um, uh, the, the way to generate value becoming clear. I, I know that for a lot of people, these sounds like just words, but that's the way it is. And that's like, it's, we build a pilot plant and, and, and we build a product that has to have an interest. You generate a value. Um, in the mining sector, you know, you do a series of drilling holes and you start calculating resources. Then you come up with a PEA and everything else in, in our line of business, which is more the industrial mineral. Uh, we've chosen a very different tactical approach. Which is to focus much more onto the process to generate the high revenue value. We think it's gonna, it's the it's the right way to do, um, and I think it's gonna pay off handsomely to um, to 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 all shareholders that have the, the vision and the patience to last long.
0: Well, sound, from the sounds of Bernard, the first couple of quarters, just from this press release, look like they're gonna tell us a lot, right? So uh, you know, do we have a lot to look forward to, shareholders and Q1, especially, it sounds like, and even Q2? Um, Yeah. Well,
1: if you you take a look, I think we've, you know, as I said, I've issued 18 and 19 press releases. I think what's going to become more interesting, I I think what's going to change in 2020 versus, you know, um, 2019 is that, you know, with the Gen 2 operational to do powders, it's going to be more technical stuff coming along as opposed to designing, financing, getting things moving. Uh, the pilot plan operational. The the plaquettes, the the solar um, solar wafers being done. So there's going to be more what looks like tangible, um, tangible success. But it's like when you're building a house. When you're building a foundation, it doesn't look like you know. It doesn't look like it. Just looks like a hole in the ground. But eventually the building comes out, and you suddenly realize, oh, it's really moving well, and things are advancing faster. But you have to make sure you have a solid foundation. And I think that's what 2000. Uh, 2018 was the year where we got the government money too. So we got the Quebec government. And I think people forgot that at a significant premium to market. So these guys, sure. yeah, premium That's- to market. You know, and that hasn't changed. And, and, and I think people forget that a that the, the pilot plant phase, okay, is fully financed. Um, so it's not the same thing right. as it was before. So that was fine in 2018. We got no credit from the market for it was in 2018. 2018, we've done a lot of work. Um, to to get 2020 to, 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 to where it's going to be, which is we're going back to working and coming up with operational results. Uh, we'll have a pilot plan, we'll have you know people that sign NDAs that want to come and visit it will uh, be able to. I think it's a very important point to go talk to investors.
0: On that note, Bernard, thanks for joining us again. Uh, as always, fantastic information. And uh, you know, there's always a chance we'll have you back on because I never know between you and Peter When something happens and when something does, it happens pretty quick. But uh, in case we don't speak to you before the end of the year on one more interview, then uh, congratulations on the year that 2019 was. Congratulations to you and your team and uh, all the best in 2020, because we're definitely going to be watching. This is the year. Thanks. You've been watching Bernard Tourion or maybe listening to Bernard Tourion, Chairman, CEO of HBQ Silicon Resources. The company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange out of the stock symbol, HPQ. If you love the renewable batteries, the renewable energy space, if you love the lithium ion battery space, if you love electric vehicles, then you owe it to yourself to do your due diligence on the HPQ Silicon, because not only do they have some amazing things going on, but they've got two great partners to back, world-class partners to back it up. So, you know, this isn't just another small cap company throwing out lip service about what it think it may do someday, if everything aligns itself. I think 2019 was a fantastic year. So get to Agoracom, do your due diligence there, and then get over to the HPQ site, uh, do some more due diligence, and then come back to Agoracom where Bernard will answer your questions right in the forum. So you post those questions, Bernard will answer them. And and I can't think of a better way to do due diligence. Thanks for joining everybody. Thanks for watching. Or if you're on, on podcast, thanks for listening. Have a fantastic day. See you next time.